your race, your religion, your social status mattered not to the honorable, late and great Bastio Pandey. So Trinidad and Tobago, in fact, the Express editorial two days ago headed, the headline was, take a bow, Trinidad and Tobago. Because I can tell you I am around for some time. I have been to many state funerals. I went to the first prime minister's state funeral, Eric Williams. I went to the funeral of the late A.N.R. Robinson. I went to the funeral of Patrick Manning. And I can tell you, I know that um, there was a president, um, Noor Hassan Ali. He had a very simple funeral, no state. Just simple. But you know, in the case of Basdio Pande, Basdio Pande represented a persona, a personality that gravitated towards thousands of ordinary people in our land. And when we witness the body lying in state at the Red House, at the Rotunda, and then down in South at supper. And you witness the hundreds of people in the blistering heat and sun lining up for hours just to view the man, the body of that great man in that coffin draped with the national flag. It was a sight to behold them. And I can tell you from all of my experiences, from all the feedbacks that I have received, the conclusion is overwhelming that Basdio Pandey has emerged in debt as the most popular prime minister we have ever had in Trinidad and Tobago. He was a people's prime minister and the people ordinary. As I said earlier on Laverne, whether you were young or old, rich or poor, Indo or Afro, Portuguese or Chinese, from Tobago or Toko, Barakpur or Carinage, people came out in their hundreds, in their thousands to pay their last respect to a man based on his humble, based on his humble outlook, based on his humility, 
based on his compassion, his generosity, people remembered him and they came out in their thousands to pay their final respects to a man of the people, by the people, and for the people. Now, I could not really put it better because I was there at the shore of peace. I was there at supper. I was there at the Red House. And I can tell you, it was a testimony of admiration, adoration, love, and affection for this great, late, iconic giant of history known as the Silver Fox. We call him the Silver Fox. People knew him as the Honorable Pastio Pandey. But for us, he was the Silver Fox. And I remember very vividly, Laverne, a gentleman meeting Mr. Pandey, you know, he's very witty, humorous, quick to response, to respond rather. And I remember an individual approaching Mr. Pandey. He said, Mr. Pandey, your hair seemed to be getting a bit grayer. It does indicate that you are getting a bit older. So Mr. Pandey paused, looked at the gentleman, and said, listen, in many countries, in many other jurisdictions, what you are referring as gray, in those countries, they refer to that as platinum gold. <laughs> platinum gold he said you are confusing gray with platinum gold and of course everybody erupted in laughter that was the metal that was the character that was the makeup of the individual but Laverne I cannot allow you to ask another question without I indicating to you the makeup of the gentleman Basdio Pandey based his entire activity, political activity, on a body of principles, a body of ideas. And that is what attracted myself as an individual, a young man growing up in the politics and in the struggle. That is what attracted me to him. Because he would tell us the party, which is the UNC, might be new, but the struggle is as old as the hills. What was this struggle? It was a struggle for equality, social justice, national 
unity, meritocracy, and inclusion. Those were fundamental principles that anchored the struggle led by the Honorable Basio Pandey. But the overarching goal and objective, Laverne, was based on what he has consistently described as the collective happiness of the people. He always said, life, the purpose of life is happiness. That is why we are here. We are here to be happy. And he went on to explain to us, for us to be happy, we must be able to satisfy the basic physical needs of every man, woman, and child. And what were those needs? It was food. It was clothing. It was shelter. Those were the physical needs of the every man, woman, and child. But he didn't stop there. He spoke about the non-physical or the spiritual needs of humankind. Culture, the arts, freedom. These were some of the non-physical needs that you required. So to combine the physical with the non-physical, you have this coalition that would lead Wade, Wade you are so you are so you are so passionate I, I'm really enjoying hearing the, the passion in your voice and and the the, the 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 genuine adoration that you had for him uh it, it's it's remarkable uh that you're able to express this and describe these things to us again like I said we have viewers Toronto New York uh, Miami everywhere and I, I've been watching the comments while you've been talking and uh, we are live and people want to uh, of course comment too and you can go to our face, uh, Facebook or Instagram uh, One Win Media if you want to comment or, or uh, let us know how you feel but uh, your, your passion Wade I'm, I'm wondering Tell me you, your personal, his personal influence on you and your career. Well, Levin, I couldn't be who I am today without the opportunity given to me by the Honorable Late and Great Bastio Pandey. It was in 1990. Now I joined the UNC when it came into being on the 30th of April, 1989 at the Jean Pierre complex of the National Stadium. We were born on the 30th of April. It was a Sunday. I can never forget that. And 
One year later, Mr. Pandey and his five colleagues, because there were six of them that were expelled by Robinson and the NAR in 1988, February of 1988. Pazio Pandey, John Humphrey, Trevor Sudama, a chap called um, um, Kelvin Ramnath, Raymond Palagdari Singh, and Emmanuel Hossein, or Hossein. These were the six persons who were expelled by the NAR, and they were seated on the back benches. At that time, the opposition were made up of three individuals. Patrick Manning, Muriel Donovan McDavidson, who has passed to the great beyond, and Maurice Marshall, who has also passed to the great beyond and may their souls rest in peace. And Mr. Pandey and his five other colleagues were on the back bench. And the, the party took a decision that we are the majority of members in the House and the majority of members support Mr. Pandey as the leader of the opposition. And they so wrote a letter to the then president, Nur Hassan Ali. And Mr. Pandey was appointed leader of the opposition. That was in October of 1990. Mr. Pandey asked me who had come across from the People's Popular Movement. We had a small party at that time led by Michael Alls. We dissolved our party and we said we have to get off the pavement of politics and get onto the highway if we have to get into the mainstream of, of politics. And as a, as a result of that, we became members of this emerging glorious party known as the United National Congress. And Mr. Pandey offered me the position of senator. I graciously accepted it in October of 1990. And I can tell you from 1990, to now 2024, I have been a senator for almost 25 years. Well, congratulations on that. That is quite an accomplishment. So he definitely had an influence on you and your career. And I, I have to ask you, having talked about the past, what about the future? What does this mean? Everybody's sharing their wonderful memories. The country come together in mourning. But what will happen? In, will this have a lasting impact on Trinbagonians? Well, I would say that because of the fact that, in fact, today as we speak, there was a little pullout supplement in the Trinidad Newsday on Mr. Basio Pandey and his life. And what we would say, and what I would share with you, is that Mr. Pandey has left 
something. And when I say something, I will tell you what I mean. Whereas he was a visionary, he had a mission, he had a set of objectives, he had policies, strategies, and tactics. But one of the things that we must never forget, and that will last for a very long time, forever I would say, is that Mr. Pazio Pandey, the Honorable Pazio Pandey, left an institution. The institution is the United National Congress. And that, that is quite that is quite an institution. And I'm gonna I'm gonna before you continue that, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back and finish that because an institution that, that's a great legacy. So stay tuned, everyone. You're watching Win. This is a special edition talking about the life and legacy of the late Basteo Pande. We are here joined with Senator Mark Wade. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. This is Win. Welcome back, everyone. You are watching Win. This is a special edition of Win as we honor the life and legacy of the late Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago, Basteo Pande. We've been giving you coverage all week long. We are trying to make sure our viewers in uh, the diaspora have a good idea of what's happening. We, of course, uh, want to welcome everybody in Toronto. We're having a snowstorm there. Florida, a little bit cool. Uh, New York. We welcome all of our viewers around the world, also Trinidad and Tobago. We're joined by Senator Mark Wade, who's been sharing wonderful, passionate insights about the former prime minister. And I asked you, Wade, about what the future is. People are coming together now, but what is the future? Will they remember this or just move on? And you were speaking about his legacy, the institution that he has left. Yes, I was making the point that the greatest legacy that Mr. Pandey would have left for Trinidad and Tobago and the Caribbean is the United National Congress. That is an institution on April 30th, 2024, the United National Congress will celebrate its 35th anniversary. 
35 years of age. And the reason I emphasized institution as opposed to individuals is because Mr. Pandey led the UNC for almost 23 years from 1989. And then in 2010, a new leader emerged, Kamala Prasad-Bissessor. So you saw continuity. You saw where Mr. Pandey became prime minister between 1995 right until 2001. And then we had the Honorable Kamala Prasad-Bissessor also becoming prime minister between 2010 to 2015. And if you look at the policies pursued by the Honorable Basio Pandey, and you look at the policies pursued by the Honorable Kamala Prasad Bissessa, there is continuity in policy because the focus is always on the people. That is the focus because we recognize that without the people, there will be no progress in our nation. And we always work towards national unity because we have to bring all the people together because we are only 1.4 million people in less than 2,000 square miles of land space. So we cannot be pulling left and pulling right, discriminating left and discriminating right, or even marginalizing. We have to unite the people. And the instrument that was created, that was produced, that we struggled with Basdio at the helm to establish and create was and still is the United National Congress. And you see, sometimes, Levin, you have to back back in order to come forward. You have to look back in order to look forward if you do not want to be permanently lost. So when you look at the period of Basio Pandey between 95 and 2001, and I must tell you, I had the opportunity, again, given to me by Mr. Pandey, to serve as a cabinet minister between 95 and 2000. I worked with Mr. Pandey for five years. I know the man, and I know what he stands for, what he's committed to. And with $12 billion, not 50, not 60, but $12 billion, the highest we reached in 2001 was $15.5 billion. And when you look at the massive accomplishments and the improvement in the standard of living and the quality of life that the people enjoyed 
on the bus to your pande, where it was crime, safety, and security. Could you imagine, Laverne, in 1997, the total number of people murdered in our country was just 96? No, one is too many. But 96. And when it went to over 100, Mr. Pandey had to take over the Ministry of National Security. So concerned were we at that time. And we had $12 billion. During that time, I vividly recalled, Mr. Pandey established the Maternity Protection Act for women. Prior to that act being established, women used to be fired for becoming pregnant. Hmm. They got no salary during their pregnancy. They got no promotion. They were victimized. Basio Pandey and the UNC put that to an end, brought that to an end with the enactment of the maternity protection law. So women benefited. Mr. Pandey also benefited by, brought benefits rather to the elderly. In 1997, he increased the pension for the elderly from $356 to $420. The accomplishments, the accomplishments are astounding. I mean, the, the list is, 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 is long, I can hear as you, as you um, call them off. Uh, and his legacy, like I said, we will be many things to many people. Uh, and you, of course, will have to keep us updated. Uh, we're running out of time. I wish we could continue and, and talk longer. There's just so much to share. Uh, but we appreciate you bringing us this insight uh, into his life, into his legacy, the experience you had. Uh, the country remains in mourning, of course, yes. uh, and uh, will be for some time. Now, he did li live a good long life, of course. Uh, yes. So we can be long. I would say, I would say Levin, as we come to an end, the sweep of his life the scope of his accomplishments and achievements and the adoration and admiration generated by his presence, his actions, and his ideas will forever remain etched, stenciled on the consciousness of the vast majority of people in the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. He always told us he never had a spiteful bone in his body. His was about love, love, love. It was about unity, unity, unity. It was about happiness. Happiness, happiness. That is what Pande lived for. That is what he, he struggled for. That is what he battled for. And of course, 
he was given a fitting send-off, a blaze of glory. He was sent off in a blaze of glory. A blaze of glory, a blaze of glory. We're going to have to leave it right there. I think that's the perfect way to end our, our time this evening. Uh, he left in a blaze of glory, loved by many. But we're out of time. Thank you so much, Senator Mark Wade. Wade, uh, Wade Mark, we are so happy to have you uh, this evening sharing your thoughts with us from Trinidad and Tobago. Once again, our viewers across the world sharing their thoughts, sharing their stories and, and wanting to hear more. Uh, it never ends, but this has been a special edition of WIN TV and we appreciate you joining us here, Senator. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good evening. And until next time, this is WIN.